Hello, homemakers. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy as a Homemaker podcast. I am Chandler, your host. Today, we are talking about humiliation as a mother, a homemaker, a wife, whatever you are, stay-at-home mom. Maybe you're none of those things. Um, We're going to talk about it, and I'm really excited about it. It's kind of one of those episodes that just wrote itself. It's probably going to be pretty short. Before we get in, I'm short but impactful. Um, Before we get in, I wanted to mention, I talked about this in my last episode, but my last episode was really long and really specific, and I don't think a lot of you have or will end up listening to it, which is totally fine. It's all about like my, it's all about me. And, you know, I I totally understand like who's got an hour to listen to me talk about myself. (laughs) So anyway, um, okay. Book giveaway is starting in February. In order to be entered into the giveaway, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star rating or review on the show, and um, I will pick randomly. It's going to be once a month. Um, Probably, uh, I think I'll do the last week of each month. Um, So it's starting in February because I would really like for people to um, go and leave some reviews uh, so that, like, I have, because I I have about 10 reviews right now, which is pretty great. Like, I'm totally thrilled. But I think I would like to have some more um, just to go ahead and get things going. So if you can go leave me a review over there to enter, and I will announce, like, the book, and it'll be completely free. I'll ship it to you, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, So just go enter by leaving a five-star rating review to be entered in the free book giveaway coming in February. Don't know the book yet. It'll be like homemaking related in some way um, or just like a really influential book. So anyway, that is starting up in February. Other than that, I don't think I have any announcements for you all. Um, So let's go ahead and get started because I really want this episode to be shorter. I'm trying to keep my episodes short, but I tend to blab. Okay, so I I need to give a couple of prefaces to this topic on humiliation. Okay. So went to church on Sunday, which some of you know, I've mentioned on here before, we are kind of like in the middle of church shopping. Maybe that's a story that I'll tell one day, but, um, I want to be like totally in the rear view. Um, but we tried out a new church this Sunday and I really, really liked it. The pastor gave a sermon about the importance of reading the Bible, which is such a great topic, you know, because you feel like so many pastors today are like, you don't need the Bible. Like, you know, uh, something that I used to believe is like being, uh, what's that saying? It's like being a Christian or, or going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Just like sitting in a garage doesn't make you a car. Like I literally used to say that. How obnoxious is that? But anyway, he talked about the importance of the Bible and he gave all of these amazing points and I just thought it was so great. And anyway, he was talking about how not all of the time, but a lot of times what you read in the morning in your scripture, his case was to read it in the morning like a lot of people do. And um, he said, when you read the scriptures in the morning, a lot of the times throughout your day, what you read that morning will pop into your head at just the right time. And that has been so true in my life. 
Um, absolutely. And okay, so that that's just like one of the prefaces. Now, the other preface is, and I have to be careful, I don't want to give away too much detail, but basically a comment was made <laughs> about the state of my home. And it's actually not the first time that that's happened since having two children. And something that I've really been convicted of and working on in the last couple of months is being emotionally mature and not letting my emotions control me. Um, I think I mentioned either on here or my Patreon, I took uh, Rachel Jankovic's Get a Grip. Um, she did like a web series on getting a grip on your emotions. I highly recommend that. If that is something you struggle with, um, I really recommend it. She is, I think she's in like her late 30s. Um, she has six or seven children. Very, um, she's like a part of the um, Canon Press. She's Doug Wilson's daughter. And she just has a lot of, she's written a couple books. Like she's a, a lot of really great wisdom for young moms. And um, anyway, that really just brought to light a lot of things that I really need to work on as a mom and a wife. Um, because as I talk about on this podcast so much, and I'm, I'm probably going to be doing a part two because that episode's so old, but being your beliefs is just so important as a mother. Um, because children, I think, um, I just, from my own life and from others, what others have said and so much of what I read, it's like, yes, like you can, you can tell children things, but like you have to also live it out or else they're not going to take you seriously. You know, um, I, like, I think about that all the time when I'm, when I'm disciplining my daughter and I'm saying, you need to be patient. And I'm like saying it with an impatient tone, you know, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> I need to check myself first. Right. Um, so anyway, okay. So back on track, as you can imagine, and I'm sure some of you can totally relate being a homemaker who I can say with full confidence that I work extremely hard to keep the house up. And I had two babies in two years and it could be so easy for me to get offended and upset over a comment about my home, right? A negative one. Um, and I do not for a second think that this person meant it to hurt my feelings or in a rude way. No, like I totally don't think that. Um, so anyway, I'm upstairs and I'm feeding the baby and I'm praying because I so badly don't want things like that to bother me. And I was thinking through this and I was thinking like, okay, well, my house really actually isn't a mess. Yes, there are toys everywhere. Um, you know, I have kind of decided over the last couple of months, like I'm, I'm not going to let toys bother me. Um, I have decluttered the toys and I do toy rotations, but there's just kind of a point where, you know, you have a toddler, I have a newly crawling baby, like, like there are times when there's just, there's toys out, right? Like I, there just are. And I just decided like, I'm just not going to exhaust myself making things look perfect or trying to look perfect. These children are happy. I'm kingdom focused. 
Um, I'm not lazy. I'm working hard, right? Like what it really came down to in both instances was timing. Like yesterday we had the Sabbath and so I really was working hard to not clean the house. Um, it, it was like a short notice visit, you know, so it's not like I had these weeks to prepare. Um, and sometimes this isn't the case, right? Like I think we need to be careful because sometimes you will find yourself making excuses when maybe really you do need to examine like, okay, my house is a disaster or like this, it bothers me that person said that because like there's some truth to it, you know? And I think that's a part of it too. It's like, well, you know what? Yeah. Okay. My house, it it's not, you know, I, I don't think it deserved that criticism, but you know what? It's not perfect. Um, <laughs> you know, and, uh, maybe there are some things that I could do differently, but I've chosen not to. Right. And, um, Okay, so I'm going to get into um, the scripture that I'm that I'm reading right now. Okay, so so I'm I just picked up um, I've been listening to John MacArthur a lot, and I just picked up his Revelation Bible study because I've never really read Revelation, and it's just something that I really wanted to study in depth. And anyway, uh, he relates back to a passage in Philippians. And let me, I'm just going to go ahead and read it all to you. Okay. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So the main the main point that okay, so yeah, so I'm upstairs, I'm praying and I'm like, "Ugh, I'm so offended, God, but I don't want to be, you know, because this is silly. Like I you know, why do I care?" right? I shouldn't care. Um and and this passage, which obviously I'm reading Revelation, but the point was to to uh, relate to Christ's past humiliation and his future exaltation, right? Like he came to earth to be humiliated and he will return to be exalted is the big idea in Revelation, right? So that verse in Philippians came to me and how Christ was humiliated and I wanted to define humiliation for you, and um, it, it means to make someone feel ashamed and foolish by injuring their dignity and self-respect, especially publicly. Um, and it's also, like, related, like, the root word is similar to humbled, um, and, and Christ humbled himself before the Lord, which is what we're called to do, 
um, to lower someone in dignity or importance. And that is so profound to anyone, but to a mother, right? Like Christ was completely perfect and blameless. And they put him up on a cross because people thought so horribly of him. They thought he deserved to die. This, not just die, like um, I've talked about in my last episode, Lee Strobel's book, like he talks about Christ's death. It was so the worst way to kill someone at that time. The most torturous, embarrassing, humiliating, like the lowest of low people were were crucified on the cross. Um, and and Christ was this perfect prince of peace, like, and and they killed him, right? So like, can I can I be humbled for Christ? Like, can I just let people think lowly of me for God's glory? Like, this is what for when I became a Christian, like. I remember hearing people say, pick up your cross. And I didn't know what that meant. And like, I get it now. It means this is what it means. You die to yourself. You die to this like pride that you have as a mother, as a mother who's, who's wants everyone to think that she's perfect and just has her life together. And no, that doesn't mean, you know, obviously you all know I'm against the whole hot mess mom thing right and i do take a lot of pride in my home and probably too much because that comment bothered me right like it's probably um that i'm i take too much pride in what people think of of me as a homemaker and it and it appears that i i'm finding my identity in my home when i should i should be finding it in christ and Throughout my few years, my three-ish years as a homemaker, I have found that living this lifestyle has come with a lot of moments like this. Um, comments about your education, right? Like um, people either think you're stupid for not having an education, or maybe you do have an education and you're not quote-unquote using your degree um, people think you're silly for that. You're wasting your potential. Um, people might think you are poor, right? Because maybe you choose to not have the latest and greatest things for one reason or another. Um, and you live on one income, your husband's income, and people think you're poor or they make comments about how you can't afford that or blah, blah, blah. Um, your home, like, you know, the state of your home, maybe you're the opposite. Like maybe your house is always perfect and people are making rude comments about that. Um, your fulfillment, people are so concerned with, with your fulfillment or they say, oh, I would be so bored as a homemaker, right? Or maybe you're homeschooling and people make comments about like how your child is going to be and like antisocial and they're not going to be able to get into college because they're not going to have like all of the resources accessible to them or you know maybe you they're concerned about your husband or or whatever right like there's just so and of course like any any way you choose to live your life like this is going to happen but i've never run into it as much as because i think that it's so countercultural right like like when i was I was so, people thought I was amazing. You know, when I was like, 
I was working and I was going to school and, you know, I was like doing the whole, the grind, like people, you know, were like, oh, like, what are you going to school for? And like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, like you're going to get your master's, blah, blah, blah. Wow. You know, oh, you, you work and you go to school. Like you must be so busy. And it's just like, you know, I just, ever since I've taken up this lifestyle, it's just not been the same experience because it's so countercultural and that really doesn't bother me, you know? Um, but well, you know, I try to not let it. Um, but I don't think that justifying ourselves to death is going to be like the answer because no matter what, like, you know, there's just always going to be somebody. Right. And I think that sometimes there is room for that. I think that sometimes the homemaking community on Instagram gets a little carried away with like defending ourselves, you know, like I think there comes a point where we have to say, you know what? Think I'm stupid. Okay. (laughs) You, you know, fine. Think that I'm small. My life is small. Think that I'm stupid. Um, Can can I be, can I just, I'm just going to be humiliated for Christ call me a fool. Okay. Um, think lowly of me, right? Like, um, and you guys know, like I'm all about a clean home. I love to have my house clean. Guest ready is the goal, but it's not always possible. It's just not, you know, like it's just not. And, um, I know that I work really hard and I know that the Lord wants me to stay home and, I think that if you're in a situation like this and and how I'm choosing to deal with these kinds of situations is to just offer it up to God and say, God, this hurts me and it hurts my feelings that people think lowly of me um, or that I'm not doing a good job or that my house is a mess, whatever it is. But I choose to use it to your glory and to honor you and glorify you and um, and to kind of like, thank you, Father, for revealing this in me, right? Like that I, I apparently idolize my home a little too much, right? Apparently I'm a little vain. And thank you, Father, for giving me more work to do, for, for shining a light on my sins. Um, so I hope this all makes sense. I hope I'm not jumping the gun on this. Cause like it literally happened like, you know, this week. Um, but I just kind of, while I wrote it down and I was like, man, I really want to talk about this while it's like really fresh on my mind. So I hope that you got something out of it and I hope y'all are having a wonderful week. Talk to you soon.